Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
There we go. Hello everyone and welcome to Straight White Whale. This is my podcast. My name is Darren Connell and this is episode 72. And we started off the episode with a, a, an amazing tune by Colin Hay at Men at Work and it's called It's a Mistake. Colin Hay's actually Australian but he was born in Solcoats in, Glas- in Scotland, if anybody oh, didn't really? know that. Yes, as a, as a young whippersnapper. And then he abandoned us like a bastard Oft. in a basket. Have you ever seen There Will Be Blood? No. Daniel Day-Lewis? Nope. Bastard in a basket. That's what you are. Nothing more, nothing less. I watched that when an Eki come down once and it fucking haunted me. Oh, wow. Um, it's on for like four and a half hours. This podcast is sponsored by Lamb Solutions Limited. Michael Burns. If you're looking for any household work done, <laughs> kitchens, bathrooms, pipe works, get in touch with Michael Burns. The number will pop up in the screen and you can get in touch with him. Um, he shared the, you know, best ads in the game TikTok last week. Did he? And he says he's getting a lot of work. So thank you very much to Michael Burns for sponsoring the podcast. You're literally paying for this filth to happen. Thank you, Michael. Cheers, Michael. I took about 10 Ekkies one night and I had a come down and my mate was like, watch, there will be blood. Two and a half hours in, I was like, ah, ah bastard in a basket. Anyway, mm-hmm. that was Colin Hay, shit hot. Seen him live. Seen him in Edinburgh once with my brother. Well, a venue that I was working for uh, shagged me up the arse, taking 70% off me for my entire month's work. Wow. But I got to see Colin Hay with my brother. And that was good. Superb. I think we're going to start the podcast off with a tune every week. Can it be fucked with YouTube? And we love music, sir. Fuck YouTube. Fuck YouTube. So that's us started the podcast, episode 72. 72. Do you know another famous Australian musician, Hell, that were born in Scotland? Not only Scotland, but Glasgow. Not only Glasgow, but Cranhill. Wow. Bet you can't guess who it is. Probably the most, f- most famous Australian, like, music act ever. He's a hint by simply whistling, like, two seconds of a tune. Oof. <laughs> dun, dun. You sound like uh, a beautiful red... Rested Robin there. Mate, yeah, well, I can whistle like fuck. What's a good whistling song? Thunder. Doom, doom. You got it? Aye. ACDC. Yes. Malcolm and Angus Young, born in Cranhill, emigrated to Australia, formed ACDC. Good Rangers boys. One of Teddy Bears. <laughs> Aye, mate, I can whistle like a motherfucker, man. Um, what's, uh, what's these Stenders tune? Uh, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Du, 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 du. That was shite. Why did I, I get nervous there? Like me. <laughs> um, I'll do the end, right? That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. I think it's because I can sing. Labradors everywhere in Scotland are like that. Oh, who's that? But I think it's because I can sing. You can sing. You've never sang to me though. Sang in, I have sang in front of you. On the podcast, I mean. To okay, you want me to serenade you on the a podcast? Wee bit. Okay. Like the new? Nah, I'm not doing it the new. <laughs> <laughs> Get nervous to whistle for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, I'm buzzing out my tits, man, on that coffee. It's very, very strong. Um, Let's get loosey-goosey today, mate. I've got some subjects in the paper, but, you know, as always, it's a conversation. Let's make it as natural as possible. We've been getting a lot of nice comments and nice feedback from people. We're going to try and get a guest in next week. Do you want me to say who it is? Aye, why not? And then we can try and sort it out because he asked me to email him to sort it out. Big Bems. Oh, yes, mate. So he said he'd come on. Come in and do Patreon. If you want. Well, did we not say that we were going to keep it me and you for the normal punters but put the guests on Patreon? 
if you think that's what would help, I'll do that. Well, that was a feedback, wasn't it? Was it? People were like, oh, we want more. I think I've got dementia. Aye. <laughs> Although, do you think that'll put people off if we're like, we put the guests on Patreon? I think so, mate. Because, like, mm. regular listeners will be like, you're cheating us. And then we'll be like, it's only a fiver, but next thing you know, it's a home invasion. Me and Paul are in your living room. Paul's wrapping you up in a carpet. I'm masking tape in your mouth. You should have just gave us a fiver. That coffee is strong, man. Aye, mate. <laughs> it's got the creative juices flowing, does it? Aye. Wow. So, um... Aye, that's, that's kind of threw me after, mate. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. I just says we're going to house invade our podcast listeners. Why don't we just do us for Patreon next week and we'll get Big Bems on for the punters? Aye. If anybody doesn't know who Big Bems is, he's a rapper. And if you go and check out his TikTok, he did a lot of viral video singing, doing a verse over Jota on the wing. And yeah. I think Jota followed him and approved on yes. Instagram, which means Bems and Jota are now best, best pals. I need to say, though, that's why I'm not getting them on the podcast, because we played these tune a couple of months ago and we promoted these gig. Mm -hmm. I've been wanting to get them on the podcast uh, for a while. No, because he's just had a viral video. That would be shameful from me. Mm -hmm. Speaking of feedback, we got a lovely message today, didn't we? We did. Would you like to take the lead? Do you want me to read it out? Yes, please. How did I find it? Oh, you sent me it, didn't you? I think so. In our secret whatsapp yeah it's not just the nudes it's flying backwards and forwards it's also podcast feedback so shona and just for gdrp i'll not say her second name yeah nickel um <laughs> said straight white whale although she spelt whale w-a-l-e blocker <laughs> as <laughs> isn't a mental health podcast that's not the main purpose, but it's an added bonus. And I think because that's not the main aim, it allows the conversation to flow more naturally and makes it relatable. I said this to Darren on Twitter. She's sending you DMs? Yeah. Shona, don't send DMs to my boyfriend. I said this to Darren on Twitter. Your situations are very different, but the feelings are the same. So you can... Pick up bits of advice. I don't know why I'm reading this like a two-year-old. So you can pick up bits of advice from both Paul and Darren and mould them to your situation. It's like third-party therapy. Laughing face. Thank you very much, Shona. I love that. It's lovely, isn't it? Aye, mate. That's the type of shit that sustains me. Yes. Get a couple of messages from other people saying that they've also went to their first meeting. Like AA meetings. Just because we've been casually chatting about this stuff. Instead of being at a type of podcast. Because essentially it's like a week in the life for me. And then we're just having a casual chat. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, guys, you've got to walk up, bend nervous and take your pants off and spread your arsehole and aim it towards the moon. That felt better in my head when I was thinking that. <laughs> but we're just having a normal conversation. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, two normal guys, mate. Just two normal guys doing two spectacular things together. <laughs> <laughs> what is it they call it uh irreverent conversations where you talk about serious subjects but you you sort of like don't have a serious tone to it yes i quite like that i like that as well somebody sent me um some feedback uh, actually saying that they think that the pods one of the funniest pods in the uk wow and that um it looks amazing that Bro. was on instagram i got that amazing it's good feedback, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Also, if you're listening, can you do us a favour? Can you chuck us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? Um, we're doing really well with this podcast. We've got a small community of people that listen every week, but we're not, as prob we're not promoting it as much as what we should be, probably. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening, do us a favour. It will take you two seconds. Five-star review. Share it with your mom. I exactly. And, and the family. Grab a grab the clip about Darren having a floppy wank to Daft Punk and drop it into your family group chat. <laughs> <laughs> I did Sonny Govan last week, Sonny Govan Radio, and uh -huh. they asked you the top five songs, and the first one was that song, Around the World, because we done the... No, 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 Around the World, the, the funk 
mm-hmm. it's called, mm-hmm. with the Doug in the video. Uh-huh. And I purely did it as a callback to the joke on this podcast, but I never told Sonny Govan about it. So I sat there like, yeah, I love this song. It means a lot to me as I'm getting images in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. So how was it? Sonny Govan? Uh-huh. I it was good. I've heard that their studio smells. It was freezing. Right. Freezing, man. Who told you it smells? Don't know. Will I get them into Oh, trouble? it was somebody that went there. I think they they came... Maybe maybe they're just blowing smoke up my ass. They were doing a podcast in here and they were like, oh, we recorded a couple of episodes doing it Sunny Govan. And I was like, all right, how's that? And they were like, hmm, bit dirty, bit smelly. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Pure gang kind of shite. But, mate, it's a fucking community radio station, you know what I mean? And what are you going to do? What would you do if someday you heard that about this studio? Oh, it's a good room, but it's pure gink and a shite. Well, first of all, I would find out. So do I know the person that said that? <laughs> or they, are they a randomer? Uh, do I hear it through the grapevine? Or do, do I'm like, I know who that cunt is? Let's say it was a person that paid a one-off fee to come in and record 10 pages of an audiobook. Okay. Uh, I would go into Amazon and I would give them, I would bomb them with one-star reviews on their book <laughs> to start halfway. <laughs> then I would find, if they owned a business, I'd go on their uh, Google Maps and say that they're ginking a shite and just get it and get all my mates to get one-star reviews. Then I would find out what school their kids go to and find out what time that they drop the kids off it and just stone across the road for the school and wait for a bus to go by and then jump behind the bush. So <laughs> they're like, where did he go there? And then I would, uh, if it was a guy, I would don a balaclava, take his back and choke him out. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Somebody said that, see, honestly, anytime, I, I've very, I've very rarely been given bad feedback I usually will ask for it. So people will always be like, looks great, sounds great. And I'll go, if there's anything that could be improved, what would it be? Yeah. Um, so I don't mind people, but there's one thing, mate, I keep this place as clean as I can and the place smells fantastic. Yeah. But imagine like you've done all that and then you went into the bathroom and there was like a dead squirrel behind the toilet or something. You're like, oh, you'll be right. There's been a few people that haven't flushed. That Aye. They've left after a podcast and have went in and there's pishy water. Or there's pish in the flare, and I need to, because it's my business, I need to fucking wipe it up, man. Dirty bastards, man. I know, mate. That's why I sit down to pee. Why? So you don't splash? Mm-hmm. Here's a question for you. I, <laughs> I get shamed, and I'm going to just put myself out there. I did it. I did it. So I'll do it publicly. How do you wipe your bum? What's your technique? If you have one. I still sit down to wipe my bum. So they are? Yeah. Uh-oh. That's my technique. So, no, but explain. And I'll explain mine. So I finish doing the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the pan. And then I wipe from the back forward. So they are? Yeah. So I get told that that's weird. No. So they were saying that you'll get shite earlier, boss. And I was like, what? <laughs> How much shite's left on your bum before you wipe? This person, that I, I'll tell you, I've got like, that. it's like, a, this is how I described it to this person and they were like, I can kind of see what you're saying. I like, grab the balls and like, move them out the road. So do I. Right? You hear weird okay. twins. Then I go in with toilet roll, like, with, like a fucking surgeon with a scalpel <laughs> and fucking... <laughs> get a pre-wipe right then i get a baby wipe and i clean everything up and then i go back and have a final sort of dry off with another bit of toilet roll but the guy was like gone back to front surely like shite goes everywhere and i'm like how much shite's on your fucking after you've done the toilet are you like leaving off a fucking jobby Aye. Hanging out your ass and you're fucking then is that a disgust is this a disgusting conversation to be having on the podcast uh, it can be Trigger warning if you're squeamish. So me and you are both like psychopaths then, according to these people. Yeah. When's it, have you ever stood up to wipe your bum? 
not in years, mate. Yeah. Not in years. Like, I started doing... Lean against the wall like that. and wait no, lean against the wall. That's psychopath's behaviour. Aye. I've asked... <laughs> that is, man, leaning against the wall. Without a fucking... You're on. In the toilet, man. Uh, I stopped stoning up when I was younger because I was bigger. Mm-hmm. That was why I used to wipe my bum sitting down and I just realised this is fucking, this is the way it should be done. Yeah. The way that I've been taught to do it, like stone up and wipe front to back, this is so inefficient. Game changer. Aye, mate. That's why I sit down to be, I enjoy it. It's comfortable. Aye. But honestly, the, the toy, they call them toilettes or the baby wipes, mate, they're the real game changer. Mm. They're the real game changer, man. I remember going into a bathroom a public bathroom once and a guy was doing a pee at a urinal with his pants and trousers right down to his ankles. <laughs> Do you think that that's been done as like a joke or <laughs> no. is he like Mormon or something? <laughs> Homeschooled? He, he looked very... It's hard to put this into words. I looked at him and I was like, all right, he's not a pervert and he's not a psychopath. There's something very innocent about that. <laughs> you looked innocent? <laughs> yes. So, obviously, I went into the, the cubicle under there. Oh, right. Why? Because he's, he's fucking fart box it. <laughs> Had I joined him? I find that... Um... Right, so there's a couple of things that come up there. One, see cunts that talk to you when you're having a piss in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a, that is a true... Like American psycho, like Patrick Bateman, psychopath man. See, like somebody that comes in like that. How's your night gone? And you're like mid flow. You're like, mate, I've got my dick on. Like, you really want to have a conversation. Um, but I find it weird when I'm at a urinal and there's like loads of urinals and somebody goes into the cubicle and you hear them just having a piss. Pee shy. Very common. Is it? Pee yeah. shy. Piss shy. That's stage fright. Sorry, yeah. I'm yawning, mate. I'm shattered. That's all right. Um, is that stage fright? Aye. I feel weird down pace seeing urinals and bathrooms. I hate it. I hate it, man. Do you have a swatch? No. It's because my, my hog's a belter. I'm, I, I have to use two horns. Did they appear? So I'm so distracted by my hog, my own hog, that I've got I've got no time to look at anybody else's. Um, I knew I, <laughs> I didn't know this guy, uh, and I don't remember his name. But there was a guy that came to see a band that I played in a couple of times and he was a matey, a matey, a matey, a matey. You know, the amount of people that I've met and I wouldn't even know their names, but they'd been to see my bands or whatever. We were in the cat house. <clears throat> and somebody said to me, see if you go see if you go to the toilet and he's in the toilet, like have a swatch man, it's like fucking Anaconda. I was like, ah, really? And he's like, I like to the point where he's lost girlfriends. Wow. Like they can't they can't handle it or it's uncomfortable or whatever, it's sore or whatever. Fucking, there's no chance, man. The guy's like a ponytail, ginger hair. And uh, I just remembered his name, but I won't say it. Um, and a ponytail and ginger hair? Uh, yeah. A massive cock? Uh-huh. That's quite a strange combo. How? I don't know, ponytail, ginger hair? It seems weird to me. Sorry, I'll let you keep talking. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so, I did need, I was like, ah, no, no chance. I didn't like deliberately make it happen, but we ended up in the toilet having, well, I was having a pee, if I remember rightly. He came in at my back and was like, all right, man, that was a good gig tonight. I was like, thank you very much. And my head like, don't fucking talk to me when I'm at the pusher. But mate, it was literally like, <laughs> honestly, man, like I've never seen anything like it in my fucking life, man. And it was just having a push. Wow. Do you know what I mean? And it's not like the guy was fucking, aye, anything, you know what I mean? And like, aroused or whatever you want to say and it was literally like fucking eight inches fucking flopping about man i was like what the fuck wow, man? man so later on i get fucking fully up right and i was like fuck it hey hear me fucking and just said to him such and such said that you had a fucking absolute truncheon had a swatch and he was like mate it's the worst thing because he's like uh He's like, I get this weird thing that happens where women tell their pals about it. So they like want to have sex with him, but then don't ever again. 
So he was like, it's like the worst thing. Like he's like, I don't really. And I was like, ah, surely you can't be too big, man. Like surely, like I, I think at the time I was like fucking 22, 23 year old. I'm like, ah, scratching my head. But he said that one, he can get birds, he can't keep them. But two, they tell everybody. So it puts this pressure on him. And then when he does sleep with people, they never ever fucking want to sleep with him again. Wow. Fuck knows what it must be like when he was fucking gone for it, mate. Like, but I... If you're losing girlfriends, that would be quite sad. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. I've got deja vu, but my pal was telling us about being at a house party and there was a guy there and he was like, ah, fucking, I've got some, <laughs> I've got some size of cock. He was mad with it. <laughs> and he was like, that to my mate. My, my mate stayed quiet and shy. And he's like, I bet you I've got a bigger cock than you. And my mate was like, ah, mate, beat it. But he was doing it all night. Right, just choking like, to get his dick out, was he? All night, uh -huh. right. And then they, the, my mate pulled his dick out and he pulled his dick out at the same time. And supposedly the guy had a pure tiny cock. What? But, so, I mean, tiny, no like micro penis tiny, but it wasn't big, right? Uh-huh. It was like four inches or something. Right. And my mate was like six or something. And the guy was looking at my mate's cock and he seen that his cock was bigger than his. And he was supposedly like that. No! <laughs> <laughs> right, so why are you in a house party challenging people to a fucking show and tell? And you've, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, mate, I've got no doubt that, you know, somebody with four inches can absolutely do the damage and can satisfy and can have a pure healthy sex life and no be self-conscious and all that stuff. I think the average penis size is like five inches or something like that, so... But why would you be going about and telling people that it's fucking huge when it's clearly no? I know. Why would you do that? I honestly don't know. I don't know if he was too drunk or... I, I Honestly, I don't know. Do you want one last Bobby story? Yes, please. So I was playing... I was on tour and we were playing in uh, Inverness. We were playing... Is this the ecstasy? Aye. Have I told this before yes. on the podcast? Yeah. Okay, fuck it. I'll tell it again. You can tell it again, aye, so I, People will maybe know, but... I took the wind out my sails. I'm so sorry, mate. For sake, Dom. For continuity. Two, two. Aye, so I've told this story before, but I was on tour and we were playing a gig in Inverness and when you're playing in a band, naturally, uh, some traumatised females are like, gravitate, they gravitate towards people on a stage being like, look at me, I'm fucking amazing, right? Um, and there was this group of like, young lassies one of the guys that played in the band, we, we used to fucking double dunt and all that, like, when we were playing away. And he'd, uh, he'd a Prince Albert. And he was always, always getting out, mate, constantly choking to get it out. It's like, you ever seen somebody that's got a tongue piercing and they're constantly, like, playing it? It's like, they're trying to, like, you know, let me get in on you. Mm -hmm. um, so he was just pure talking about his Prince Albert all night, all night. He used to do it all the time. Fair enough. Go for it. There's a reason why you get your fucking dick pierced. And... He was like, these lassies are like, oh, we want to see it, we want to see it, we want to see it. And he pulled it out, mate, and it was so shriveled. It was like two boys, and see the fucking Alf, like the alien Alf, the show, like his nose? It was like that, with this big massive hoop coming, oh out, my coming God. out here. And they just burst out laughing and pointed at his dick, man, just fucking howling. <laughs> was he laughing? No, mate, he uh -huh. was mortified. We were laughing. Yeah. but Were you laughing, I? Aye, of course Amazing, we were howling. Man. Oh, like pure mate, especially when you're fucking full of ekies, do you know what I mean? I've been there, mate. You I've know been I mean? there as well. I remember trying to piss in a Lucasade bottle once where I come down and it was literally like... An innie? Aye. <laughs> like there was piss going everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just a foreskin. <laughs> aye. Anyway, that's us sharing some trauma again. Aye, well, aye. I've had, um, I had somebody like one time say to me like, you know, just this pure childishness. Well, like, ah, you gay or bi, man? You talk a lot about dicks, and I'm like, I think it's because I'm I'm straight that I can do that. Like, I don't have any like insecurities. Do you know what I mean? See, if a guy was like pure, do you want to see my dick? If you want, showed me. I'm not gonna be like pure. See, when you get guys where they're like, eh, eh, that's disgusting, and you're like, what? Why? Why is that? that you know what I mean? Like, I had a a podcast that another podcast that I do not this level of talking but I do like Google searches like people come quite commonly say go on a 
stick the mic on and if we're talking about something and we're getting something wrong just fact check or if we're shouting what's the name of that movie like we did imdb and they were saying have you ever tasted cum holy fuck i think this went viral on tiktok by the way like my response because they were like oh, paul what about you and i was like of course i have mm-hmm. and they were like how and i was like well i have like shot a load and you know getting a blowjob and then kissed the lassie and they were like that's fucking revolting and i was just like these guys are like are these guys secretly gay like surely i don't know an adult human male that hasn't done that with yeah. their girlfriend and they were like pure that's fucking disgusting and that's gay that makes you gay and i was like so getting a blowjob off of a woman um and then kissing them afterwards makes me gay strange that's a strange attitude to have strange made. tiktok absolutely fucking backed me up but by the way 100 percent. but though it was overwhelmingly women that were like every boyfriend every guy that i've been with has done that mm-hmm. and there was just half a men being like i've done that and then the other half of men being like that's fucking disgusting and sales like, in the closet mate you need to uh give them a wee peck and say thank you very much for gain as a gobble fuck's sake do you know what I mean? Also, I've just gubbed it in my mouth before when I was a wee guy. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've done both. I've kissed someone after a blowjob. And, <laughs> and just ate I, your own cum. I've also done that when I was like fucking 15 or something. One time when I come down, I accidentally get like drops in my mouth because it went everywhere. See that way where you just can't finish, man. You're gone for like 45 minutes an hour. Yeah. And it just went off like a fucking fountain. Mm-hmm. I was a young guy, also mm-hmm. a young man, and it fucking bits it in my mouth. So there's stuff like that, you yeah. Know? We've got a lot of middle-aged women that listen to this podcast with mental health problems. <laughs> so hopefully they don't find this week traumatizing. Why are we so? Why are we being so disgusting this week, Dylan? Is it disgusting? We are. Are we being it disgusting? Is, no, it's a coffee, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the trauma. Here it's just two guys having a norm, normal conversation. Just like your dad did doing the pub. Exactly. <laughs> Winston Churchill with a wanty dish. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> my, my dad died in the war so that i could felch all right yeah. speaking of tasting my spunk after a wank <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by lamb solutions limited michael burns oh mate if you're looking for any household work done <laughs> kitchens bathrooms pipe works get in touch with michael burns the number will pop up in the screen and you can get in touch with him um he shared the you know best ads in the game tiktok last week did he and he says he's getting a lot of work so thank you very much to michael burns for sponsoring the podcast you're literally paying for this filth to happen thank you michael cheers michael i might need to cut that in man because we're 32 minutes in before we um do the ad but i'll tell you what i'll do right and i'll say it here so that people are hearing it after it i will cut for the speaking of uh, tasting my cum after a wink and I'll put it at the start of the episode so that there's no context <laughs> behind that. Right, right. right. <laughs> okay. So uh, did you ever like do a circle wink with Michael and your pals? Or Soggy Biscuit? You know, you hear guys that used to talk about that. No. Why is the camera right in my face? I've, I think I've compared a hard-on before with somebody. Like say when you first started getting hard-ons, See when you first started getting hard ons yeah, in look, school. You look beautiful, mate. Look at that. Thank you very much. Do I look white? Like really white? Ghostly white? It's just the camera, mate. It's a cinema grade camera. 
Um, I remember like when I first started getting hard-ons, my mate got a hard-on and we were like, ah, why? like we pulled out our dicks. Like, why is my cock hard? That was that. But no circle wanks or... No, I think that's totally... See what you're talking about? I had experiences like that with, with people. Um, I think that's totally... I, I genuinely think everybody, nearly everybody has some sort of like... Um, um, experience like that we just don't talk about it do you know what i mean like as guys like we don't talk about like we used to fucking compare hard ones or you know like uh, there was a guy i remember i think I'm, I'm getting deja vu as well maybe this is the the deja vu episode um where there was a guy we used to go and do swimming lessons primary six and seven and primary school obviously and um there was a guy i won't say his name so he follows me on social media. Who, <laughs> I hope he listens to this man. Who you stay every week, mate? Just whip his dick out and start whining, a bit like cackle, like while he's whining, people are like. <laughs> and one week, the teacher fucking just the like a female teacher just burst into the boys' changing room, and he was standing upright. Two guys playing chess. We would be like this chess obsession in primary seven. <laughs> Two guys are playing chess. <laughs> Sat down playing chess on a bench, and this guy standing over them, cackling, just fucking ripping the head right off. <laughs> she went. Well, nearly went to say his name there. She went. Let's say his name was. Oh, that's his name. Let's just say his name's um, Michael. Michael Burns, right? Uh, she walked in and she went, "Oh, Michael!" And like, mate, he genuinely didn't even get into trouble. Wow. Nothing was said, but he was ripping the head right off it, and these two guys were just trying to sit there and play fucking chess. <laughs> oh, it's the fact. <laughs> it's the fact that they weren't. It's the fact that they weren't budging for their game of chess. They were still playing chess. They were doing like that. Like you can't see me because I'm half camera, but they were doing like this. The thousand yards there. No, like looking at them. And Oh my god! Like fuck off, try to play chess, man. Oh mate, and it was fucking said hilarious. Or done about it. No, no, nothing gets said or done about it. And then when I was a wee bit older, there was a guy who um, I don't know if he's still alive because last time I heard he was actually like a heroin addict and stuff like that. But when we were younger, he was all right. You know, he stayed with his granda, and he emigrated to Australia and then came back. And he. Was like before he emigrated to Australia, he was like my best pal. And then just it was so weird actually, like just so he emigrated to Australia when we were like eight, and he was like my best mate. And then one day didn't hear from him, you know, it was back before the days of social media and mobile phones. I think we sent maybe a letter or two backwards and forwards, but then that was it. And then one day when I was like fifteen or sixteen, the door went and I seen the silhouette through the door and I just knew it was him even though it was like six, seven years later. Wow. And he grew and he changed and whatever. Opened the door and like we were best mates again for a couple of months um, during the summer holiday. But then he went to a different school for me and it just kind of fizzled out. But there was one day he was like, to us, like, do you ever, do you wank? And I was like, I was like 15, 16, like, aye, that fucking twice a day or whatever. And uh, he was like, ah, do you want to... Do you want to have a wank? And I was like, nah, I'm all right, mate. Oh, wow. And he was pure, all right, cool. I've never experienced that. So he was, you think he was swinging both ways? No, man, he was just wanting to, like, you never heard about, like, young guys that just fucking wank with each other. Ah, just yeah, sitting that. fucking, I, I don't know if that's common, but I was like, no, nah, I'm all right, mate. And he was pure, all right, no bother. Just pure brushed over it. Maybe he was bisexual or something like that, you know what I mean? And, I think I've got a, I don't know if I've told you this, but my mate caught me having a wank. Uh, I was having a sleepover at my pal's house and there was lassies there as well. Oh, no. Right, we, okay. had, we had a game of truth or dare, so we were all kissing each other. Right. So the girls were sleeping in one room and me and my mate were in the other room. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're spending all night uh, playing truth or dare uh -huh. and getting kisses. Uh -huh. And also, my mate's ma gave us a sex chat that night what? like about the birds and the bees just to just in case like randomly so i was right. already fucking raging uh no raging as an angry of aye. course raging with a horn aye uh -huh. i might have been about 13 14 or something i don't know i was there i was in high school but it was early 
So, you know, kissing these birds all night. Then me and my mate, we were like sharing a bed. I can't believe I'm saying this on a podcast. <laughs> this is getting clipped. Aye, so see the thing is, but you know that way when you're young, you just have a wank to anything. So I was having a wank to Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger, because I just needed to wank. So what bit were you at? Mate, it was Do Freddy. It was Freddy Krueger. <laughs> okay. Big burnt fucking face on the telly. And that's what my mate said to us for years. He pulled the sheets. Now, this is how, <laughs> like, I never even, I can't believe I'm sharing this, man. Nobody will even watch it. Like, journalists and all that, they don't give a fuck. I was having, like, a flaccid wank. It wasn't even hard. I was just horny and I needed to wank. And my mate was like, ah, he burst out howling. And he was like, ah, no way, man, you're having a wank. And straight away, I was like, ah, no, I'm scratching my boss. <laughs> right <laughs> see for years for years in school he's my best mate i was his best man at the wedding and all that for years he was like ah you were having a fucking wank just admit it and i was stone-faced like that no chance mate come on don't be silly come on mate you think i'd have a wank to freddy krueger come on actually let's stop and think about this think about it think it through why would i have a wank to freddy krueger pure gaslighting him and all mm-hmm. that it wasn't was until like maybe two years ago I just done that. Uh, Ali, I was like, "You're Ali." I was having a wink, <laughs> and he just buzzed it laughing. Does he listen? He, I don't think he listens to every episode, but right. I'm sure it'll get to. How know? Is he no a Patreon subscriber? Yeah, what's his name? Where did where these kids go to school? I'm kidding. On. Um, <laughs> I get you know I've got a this isn't it, this is a serious a more serious story. Um, I walked, so I had a mate and he stayed with his auntie. I don't know where his mom dad were, but he's, he stayed with his granny and his granddad and his granny and his granddad passed away. So they were like his mom dad and he lived with his auntie. Used to go to the Celtic games together, used to come around. Now one of the guys that, wasn't he really like my pal? I didn't hang about with him, but I would walk around to his, excuse me, and walk to the Celtic game and walk back. <clears throat> and he would walk around past my house when we would go to school. So I seen him every day, but we didn't really hang about with each other. But see when like the attitude era uh wrestling started, I get back into wrestling for about a year. So I was into wrestling when it was like Hulk Hogan, The Ultimate Warrior, you know, like when Sky first became a thing, like Sky TV first became a thing, and then I went away for it when it was like fucking Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, like, see the sort of, like, donk your clown and all that. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? So, like, sort of outgrew it. Mm-hmm. But then as it was, like, Stone Cold, Mankind, Undertaker, The Rock and stuff, I get back into it for, like, a year. But there was a game on the PlayStation, Raw, or, like, Raw as War, like, WWF, it was at the time, Raw as War, and it was fucking amazing. And I got it, he got it, and we, he was like, do you want to come run, sit and play, like, Raw on the PlayStation? So I used to go run randomly. There was one night where I was just bored and I was like, do you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go to his house. And I chapped the door and his auntie answered the door and was like, come on in, he's in his room. And as I, as I opened the room door, there was like a clambering that happened, like a kerfuffle of like, try to get to the telly and try to pull his fucking box <laughs> or something. So he was having a wank. Luckily, it was me that walked in and know his fucking auntie because it's embarrassing enough to your pal catching a wank, but you're fucking, for all intents and purposes, you're more. That's the worst, right? But I never said anything because I was like, that's fucking shite. At this time, you're like 15, 16 year old, you know what I mean? And you're starting to be like, nah, I'm not going to be like, ah, ah, no way, you're having a wank or something. So I just spared these blushes, dealt with the smell in the room and just fucking played the PlayStation and then fucked off, right? Didn't say anything to him. Do you know, about two years later, some cunt said to me, fucking mad so-and-so caught you having a wank. And I was like, ah, no, I fucking caught him having a fucking wink, and he had fucking tell cunts that it was the opposite way about. Why nice. would you do that when the person doesn't acknowledge it? Just, just forget. You know what I mean? Like forget it, and then they go fucking tell every cunt that it was you. Mm-hmm. That's bad chat. You need to own your shadow. Own your shadow. That's bad chat. That's bad. Juju. Aye, mate. That's fucking it. And it genuinely, mate, I'm not saying this is serious. 
quite a funny story about walking in catching your mate having a wink but it genuinely upset me because I was like pure how long ago was he telling and it had been for the full two year people a certain group of people in my school it was only like four or five of them and they were all guys thought that this fucking prick had fucking walked in and me telling the heat off it now just to get it straight I told the heat off it plenty at that time you know what I mean and I wasn't embarrassed by that but you're like fuck you man like I fucking spelled your blushes didn't uh, he mention it to any cunt and you're out here fucking just when you were saying gaslight and I fucking remembered that I was there for you you fucked it <laughs> what's he up to now um he's a uh, bald and he works in demolition mm. and he's sound as fuck man but clearly couldn't deal with the shame of a teenage mistake exactly oh well will we get into what's on the page and stop talking about fucking yeah it's been a an interesting a, a wank themed podcast speaking of teenage mistakes um I was walking home last night. I need to share this with you. I told you last night as well, but for the podcast listeners, mm-hmm. uh, I was walking through the town down at Central Station, and I think there was like a rave, an under, an unders rave. Right. So I, I was driving through town last night, and there was a lot of kids cutting about doing it St. Enoch Square, doing it Jamaica Street, the four corners. It was like there was a lot. So was there like a Something known at the Carlin, uh, the O2 Academy or something yeah, like that, maybe? Yeah, I think right, so. Okay, okay. And Lizzo and all that, it was at the Hydro. But two things happened. One, I was walking towards the train station and a, a guy with two last, a boy, a young guy with two young lasses ran past me and the guy was like that. I was wearing my Tammy and he done that. Nice hat. And then his face done that. Oh, are you, you're Bobby for Scott Squad. Can I get a picture? And I done that, nice fucking hat, aye. And he done that, oh, I was only kidding on. So I got a picture with him. No, okay. Shook his horn. Then I walked in the corner and there was three young girls, probably, I don't know, 14 or something, walking like towards me. I've got my headphones in. No, no, I never had my headphones in, sorry. Uh, and one of them waited until she got right beside me like shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. and she fucking screamed at the top of her voice mate at the top of her voice as loud as she possibly could and my fucking right ear popped and her two mates were straight away like ah, you're a fucking dick what are you doing and uh i turned around and i was like ah you fucking prick like proper p- popped my ear mate Aye, even when i got back to my flat i was like my ears fucked could I perforated your fucking eardrum, mate? Yep. Because it was like... I So I got back to my flat and I was like, I want to be Charlie Bronson in Death Wish and I want to kill people. Obviously, I don't want to kill... I fact, fuck it, I want to kill them all. I want to kill everybody. <laughs> like, Do you think that would be... that? That's got to be... Surely, if that was like a movie, that would be the shittest villain origin story that's ever existed. Like, you know, like the Joker's <laughs> like, you know... My dad cut these things and it's like, you are this teenage lassie screamed in my ear in Glasgow City Centre in 2023. And I, then I became a serial killer. Yeah, and it's like the FBI or like, what's he called? And it's like, it's the hearing aid man. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. You know how the noise that hearing aids make? Sometimes it's like a wee whistling noise. Aye, feedback. Aye, fe- eye feedback. So it's like, you know, people are walking through the streets and they're like, is that noise? You just hear, it gets gradually louder and louder and louder until hearing Ed man, how do you kill people? Cut their ear off. <laughs> Sellotape it to their head. That's my <laughs> calling card. So I to the wee fucking prick that screamed in my ear last night, that was out of order. And now obviously because I'm alcoholic and I'm mentally ill, that resentment will be inside my tummy for about fucking 19 months. So there we go. Do you know what you should do? To really spite her? Relapse. <laughs> <laughs> Blame her. Aye. So that the central that was, was a joke, by the way, mate. Don't I know. Please don't cut relapse. to next week. I'm like, I'm four days sober now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't be kidding on about that stuff. Ah, I know, mate. Some bad news as well, mate. Some sad, sad bad news. What's that? Mystic Meg has passed away. I seen that 
do you know what was quite freaky to me was that she's 80 years old why is that freaky i just never realized she was that old like really i mean well because it was part of your childhood mystique wink winter uh-huh and i'm like no way like she's an old woman now i she... can't i've never seen her as an old woman I've never seen her either. I've I've not seen her since the days of the Black Bob. You know, she rose to fame as the National Lottery. Mm-hmm. Remember that, like the Mystic Corner or something like Mystic Meg's Corner, and she would make predictions that wouldn't be coming through. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I'm I'm a spiritual person. See stuff like that, man. Horseshit. Aye. It's I know. Horseshit. Well, so I mean, I don't. I. How do I say this? I think there might be people out there, there might have been a few people throughout history that have been able to channel some stuff, but see that, like, on TV, horoscopes, nonsense, mate. I had a mate who was uh, unpaid, after doing a journalist degree, journalism degree, <clears throat> Strathclyde Junior, it was an unpaid intern at the Sunday Mail, and Frank Pilginton, remember him? Aye, aye. He came in one day and just stuck the, wrote up his wee bits and stuck them in a hat in the office and picked pick that out, right, that's Gemini, pick that out. So, fucking bullshit, mate. Scumbags. And then people actually, like my ma, would like shape her day around her horoscope. I Really, that should be illegal, mate. Or it should like come with a big bl- black fucking statement. Uh-huh. Bold black statement saying this is like entertainment. Because mm-hmm. a lot of vulnerable people will, Absolutely, will believe in that. But, including myself, but then that's me, typical Gemini. Aye, but look, she was a liar, she was a shyster, but rest in peace. Rest in peace, Mystic Meg, we've got no bad jokes, I hope your soul is in heaven, rest in peace. Really. I've also got some other terrible news about somebody that passed away. Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing, it's the coffee, eating, <laughs> it's eating the face off me. Um... Really, really sad news, mate. The, the person passed away last night. Who? It was liver cancer. Who? Mr. Blobby. I'm so sorry, man. That was funnier in my head. <laughs> Is it true? Is it no. guy Blobby? Okay, like, no. the guy that played Mr. Blobby? No, no, actual Mr. Blobby, like the suit. <laughs> Know the guy. I know the guy inside it. Aye. They, uh, he, he, he get sat down because it's cold outside and it's snowing. He, he went to sleep near a heater and they melted. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think, remember that spate, like that time when Mr. Blobby was like number one? Like, mm-hmm. who else? Zig and Zag went to number one. The Teletubbies went to number one. Like, what, what the fuck was that all about, man? Yeah. Weird fucking childhood. No Edmonds, is he no a bit mental? He's into mad shit, isn't he? Is he? I got a pure f- flash there. He's like kind of David Icke, like. Is he? I'm sure he's into all that mad shit, mate. I'm sure he's like, aye. But a bit mental. No Edmonds? Mm-hmm. I like No Edmonds. Why so that? Remember No's House Party where Mr. Blobby? Mm-hmm. They used to do the thing where it was... The kids would answer the questions and the parents are oh, mate, I loved that man. That was I think that was you know, I'm I'm sounding old, but I think we peaked. See when everybody was like Saturday night, you'd be in the house, everybody'd be watching the same TV programme, you would go to your pals, you would all be talking about the TV. I think we peaked, mate. Peaked. Same with Michael Barrymore. Remember the kids do the strange, strangest things or something? Kids say the funniest things. Aye. Something like that, was it? But, but when he did it, when he was on Saturday Night TV, it was like 11 million viewers. But you, you'll never get that again. Nah, I don't think so, mate. Although there's definitely people on YouTube that get that type of fucking viewing Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, do you remember Michael Barrymore, the guy turned up deed in the pool? Yeah. Stuart. Larbuck, I think. The jank happened. Too much popples. Are we not going to get cancelled? Into trouble for that? How? For talking about this? How come? I don't know. Who after the FBI? I don't know. Right, let's not talk about it. I think um... something dodgy's went on. Aye. And I think that maybe. 
Michael Barrymore never had anything to do with it. But the other people did. Right. It was just a a famous guy asking cunts to come back to his house. They were all getting mad with it. I think Michael Barrymore was in the house getting mad with it. And whatever happened, happened in the pool. And I think Michael Barrymore has freaked out and he's been mad with it and he's thought, I'm famous, my career's fucking going to be fucked. And he's ran for the house and he made a mistake in doing that. But I think I've listened to all the documentaries and all that stuff. Oh, have you? Oh, aye. I think something happened. It wasn't a natural... An accident or something like that, or somebody steaming because he was fun faced in a swimming pool, wasn't he? Fell in the pool or anything like that. Yep. I've not watched anything or heard anything about it other than what happened back in the day. Yeah. But I used to love that uh, strike at Lucky. Yeah. But I need to say, I don't. we don't mean to be offensive in talking about that subject. It's a very sad subject. And he's poor da. He's poor da passed away not that long ago. Who's Stuart's dad. The guy that died? Aye. All right, okay. Alright, sorry. Sorry for right. bringing that up. No, it's alright. <laughs> Do you think it's weird though, like, when you look back to the 90s and you look back to the times, it was like, and I don't mean this to be, I'm not making a joke or whatever, but ugly people could go on TV. Are you meaning Michael Barrymore? Aye. Aye, he's And, a bit, like, aye. who else? Like, no Edmonds. Yes. And Jeremy Beadle. Oh, fuck it. And, you know, like, the more. Aye. <laughs> but nowadays it's like, you need to be like abnormally stunningly beautiful to get your you either need to be an expert in something which they'll get you on mm-hmm. or you need to be like 10 out of 10 otherwise you're not getting near telly or radio i think for that matter i have noticed that it's it's like, weird, it? you get tv presenters with like bald patches but no it's just like fucking people that look like mermaids Exactly. Come on, man. Um, That's how you go on telly, mate. 10 out of 10. Thank you very much. That's very kind. I've got some subjects that we can go through. Uh, let's do it. I mean, there's a funny one that we can talk about, but we can leave that to the end yeah. about the tea that we wanted to talk oh, about. Oh, aye. But um, quickly, I would just like to mention Best Kebab on TikTok. There's this trend on Scottish TikTok that people... Are you aware of Best Kebab? I am aware of Best Kebab. Right, so for the people listening to the podcast, Best Kebab is a takeaway in Glasgow, um, just up from Queen Street, and it's been there for about 30 years, and it's fucking shite, and it's disgusting. I think it was the first place in Glasgow to sell the Sarbeni, which is like the sort of flatbread. It's almost like a pizza, but it's rolled up on a thinner thing. And by the way, see when I used to go to... The Union, Strathclyde Student Union, back in the day. Their kebabs, their sarbenis, their pizzas were top-notch. But I think somewhere ha- something happened maybe about 10 years ago, maybe changed ownership or something like mm-hmm. that because it just went right off a fucking cliff. I remember the sarbenis being nice as well. Uh, mm. But there's this trend on Scottish TikTok that random wee dafties will just jump in and film a TikTok and be like, your kebabs are shite. So it's very, very common, mate, and I think it's like happening every single day with this best kebab place but the guy that works behind the counter is off his fucking nut Aye. like he's chased cunts out with baseball bats oh really yep and there was another one there was another dj Khaled. another one there was another video and the guy was chasing a wee guy outside with a knife what? so obviously i don't know if he was going to actually do anything but i think he was just scaring them away but that is mental mate um, so I've just went to Google, <clears throat> Google Maps, 1.9. Review? Uh-huh. Holy fuck. Out of five, right? So let's go to one. Tried to charge me £20 for chips, cheese, and donor meat. Asked for a £10 deposit. Rotten looking place. Best kebab owner replied, rotten looking place, question mark. Not as rotten as your moss smells. After I stick my donor shredder in her fanny flaps. That looks like a wizard's sleeve, you absolute roaster. Bard. Oh my god. Right? Okay. Let me see if we can get another reply out of these. Right, here we go. Chips chips and donor and try to charge me eleven fifty on a Sunday night. Lol. Prices don't change because of the days of the week. What kind of planet do you live on? 
Um, where are you from? Govan? I don't want any trouble. I'm trembling in my t-shirt I own. No, you're kidding. You're a WC and you're fucking barred. <laughs> I don't know what WC is. One Mel? Yes, please. Waiting for a reply. Ah, that's it. That's all. They must but be drug running. I've, <laughs> I've heard that the trip advisors a sight to behold. Mm. Um, because see, well, see, to be honest, man, see if you're going to call your kebab shop best kebab, you better make sure it's fucking good. Yeah, it's ironically shite. Uh -huh. And see, when I said drug running, <clears> it's <throat> allegedly I was having a wee joke there. This is pantomime. It's all made up. Aye. I actually love best kebab. Bard. Yeah. You're no bald. I'll go in with a sword and do that. Let's fucking go then. With that wee bud behind us that screamed in my ear. Screaming his fucking ear. <laughs> but I love that um, they're so violent and aggressive that they are inviting more chaos into their kebab shop. Like, the the law of attraction and full flow there, if you've fucking read or listened to The Secret. Yes. Um, But they, they don't want that, you know what I mean? And they're literally chasing people with knives. But this is the thing, like... <laughs> It brings publicity to their, their place, and I bet you people go there to see how bad it is, and, mm. and they'll probably make quite good money after that. Aye, because I've seen TikTok food reviews. I've seen somebody go in for a food review, and you're still spending money, even though you're saying they're shite. That's it, the guy's making, the guy's making bang. Yep, and I'm sure there's some fucking oddballs that like it anyway. Um, I've seen a guy get stabbed in there. Really? a random Wednesday night went out to the garage with a mate and a guy who sat four rows away from me at the football walked in and there was an Irish guy sitting down and he just walked up and just took a slice of pizza and just went to walk away and the guy went what the fuck are you doing in an Irish accent and he fucking pulled out a key put it in between his knuckle and fucking punched the guy in the face and punched the hole right in his cheek wow Holy fuck. And the guy used to sit fucking literally four rows down from me at Celtic Park. With the guy that stole the pizza? The guy that stabbed, aye. The guy that stole the pizza and stabbed the guy in the face with a key. Mad fucking reprobate, man. Wow. And I bet you, like, that must have been horrible, mate. It was traumatising, mate. I sobered up, like, instant sober, like, steaming drunk, shoving a kebab in my face, and just instantly sober with the adrenaline that kicks in, man. You're like, ah, did that just fucking happen? It was brutal, mate. It was fucking brutal. What kind of pizza? Um, it must have been good. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> I think it was like donut meat, like donut meat pizza. Yeah, just a random moment. Um, mentalness, mate. And the, then he's the boy went in scarred forever. That's it. The guy was in using the toilet, so the boy walked in using the toilet, came out the toilet, and then was just walking by and just helped himself to a bit of pizza. Clearly, the. See, if you're sitting in a kebab shop in Glasgow, guys, and somebody just walks up and helps themselves to their food, do yourself a favour and don't say anything, man. That is a nutter that does that anyway, you know what I mean? But then, aye, the poor guy, man, probably here on, either here for uni or here on fucking holiday and ends up with a fucking hole in his cheek, man. Oh, wait a minute. So the guy eating the pizza, the, the guy, guy so that the, bought the pizza gets stabbed? Uh-huh. So the it. guy walked past, I, I remember this because I recognised the guy, so I seen the guy and I was like, no way, man, he sits no far from me, Selic Park. He walked in, went into the toilet and best kebab, walked out and the guy was sitting down on one of the benches eating a pizza and he just grabbed a slice of the pizza and went to walk away. And the guy turned around and went, here mate, what you, what you doing? Like, fucking... And the guy punched him and then it was just like blood and we were like, oh. what the fuck happened there? And just looked in the guy's on and he had a key in between his fucking... Like, his fingers. Evil bastard, man. No, mate. Fucking, why would you do that to somebody, man? Evil, evil bastard. Well, hurt people, hurt people, man. Mm -hmm. Must have been fucked. Like, came from Black Hill, so I remember that much. Hurt people, hurt people. That's true. <sighs> Fucking hell. Sorry, mate. No, it's all right. We've, this has been an, an, event, an eventful uh, podcast. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast, everyone. That was episode 72, Michael Burns from Lamb Solutions Limited. You absolute legend. Remember, please give us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. 
If you're on Twitter and you see me tweet it, please retweet it, share it on Facebook or put it into a WhatsApp group. It's very much appreciated. Next week, we're going to try and get a guest on. We'll get that sorted. Take care, care everybody, and have a great weekend. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.